Alrighty, gang, so I want to dive deeper and sideways into Neville's second question again. Because we keep finding a manifesting mastery course.com crash commercial, yes, <laughs> that people will often imagine the first question, but they won't bother moving into the second. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down the number one. I want you to write down the number two. And I want you to really nail this. Ready? So the first question basically is about what you would see if your wish were fulfilled. What would you see? So, I mean, like I imagined uh, being a BMW owner. So what would I see? I'd see a BMW in the driveway. I'd see Emmett in the back seat when I'm driving it my car. Right? That's what I would see. How I would see the world, that's question number two. How would I see the world differently? Being a BMW owner. So I'm in the shops the other day and I come out and parked right next to me is another black BMW. And in my goofy brain, I go, wow, this is where the cool kids park. I also go, wow, that one's like a year or two newer than mine. Look at the difference in the body. This is just me yakking to myself inside, you know, my inner conversations. They're spontaneous utterances, by the way. You guys that are still trying to edit them all, I am controlling my inner conversation so that it is in alignment with my wish fulfilled. Don't do that. You were not designed to do that. You're designed to... Move into a state where your inner conversations naturally match the state of your wish fulfilled. So if I was imagining up being a BMW owner, I could imagine seeing a somebody else's BMW. How would I see the world? How would I see someone else's BMW? Wow. Yeah, that's like mine, but a little newer, a little cleaner. No dogs in the back seat. How would I see the world if I were a BMW owner? I wouldn't be looking for signs. I wouldn't be posting in the group, hey, I'm imagining being a BMW owner, and I just saw three go down my driveway. Well, not my driveway, but past my driveway. Since Neville says the number three, does that mean that, oh my God, I'm doing it right? Yay. You see, you wouldn't have any of that. How would you see the world? How would you see the world? if? If you were already a BMW owner and three BMWs drove past your driveway, you'd go, wow, <laughs> that's cool. I'll be the fourth. All right? You wouldn't be going, oh my God, it's coming, it's coming. You get the difference? One more, right? <laughs> Mr. 2020, I am imagining having boatloads of money. I don't even know what that means, right? Boatloads, do you own a boat? Do you live near the ocean? Of course I take a peek and you know what? It turns out that they live in the middle of the U.S. in like Nebraska or something. And then I gotta go, right? They went boatloads of money in Nebraska? Are there... I, well, I guess there's a pond or two there or a lake that you could put some boats full of money on. See, but I'd make it all about you. But meanwhile, right? Neville's first question, right? So... Let's just rephrase it a little bit. So you're imagining being wealthy. What would you see? What? What would it be? Would it be you know, $40,000 on your kitchen table? Well, it could be if you're a drug dealer, right? I mean, fuck, I've had that much money around for fun. I am not a drug dealer. Never was. Don't get into drugs. But what would I see if I were wealthy? Well, what I wouldn't see... Well, 
you see this is really cool guys what would I see if I were wealthy well maybe I'd see like on my plate a steak instead of a cheeseburger I can only you know the what right mr. 20 tell me what to imagine to, to, to imply my wishes fulfilled only you know but I can give you some generalizations Right? If you had a nice car and you made plenty of money, what would the tires on your car look like? Right? Because, see, when I look at my tires, I know that they're in great shape because I don't let them go down to the threadbares. Right? I used to when I was poor, and I'd wear them down to the threads. Always had two spares in the trunk because you never knowed. <laughs> see, that's poor. When I was poor, I opened up the boot and I saw two spare tires. I couldn't put anything else in there because I needed two spare tires. Meanwhile. All right, Neville's second question. Ready? How would you see the world differently if your wish were fulfilled? If you were wealthy, if you doubled your income and worked half the time, how would you perceive peanut butter, shopping, buying petrol differently? How would you see the world differently? Because here's the deal, guys. As a successful investor... I'm always looking for investments. This is for my one friend in the Law of Attraction by Neville Goddard Group. As a successful investor, I am always looking for investments that I enjoy. And it's never about the numbers. I know right away whether or not this is a good investment. Investments for me are often education, by the way. Investments for me are tools for my business. Investments for me are things that make me feel a portable, disposable hot tub. 500 bucks done, right? Right? Another 500 bucks in dumb shit. Chemicals, uh, the roof thing that I put over it, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, how would you see the world differently? You see, when the opportunity come, to comes up to invest a little bit in something that would change your life, you do it. How would you see the world differently? You wouldn't be going, everybody wants my money. I work hard for my money. No, you go right. I am an investor. I am always getting paid dividends. <laughs> They're nonstop. How would you perceive the world differently? See, here's one more. Ready? Mr. 20, I want to be a coach like you. Well, first of all, I don't coach. When I do can't work with people, I mentor. There's a difference. Don't just steal the fucking word. Steal the process. Don't just be a coach. By the way, people love coaches. Especially if they're accountable, if they're accountable to them. I have no idea why it's like dominatrixes, right? I can sort of get that. But it's the whole thing of like, yeah, you know what? They're going to hold me accountable. I'll give them money because they're going to hold me accountable, right? I don't hold anyone accountable. Someone posted in the group about maybe they should join MM because, you know, slam the door. They need an Abdullah. I'm not your Abdullah. I will tell you this. Grow the fuck up. I will tell you this. Stop focusing on the problem. See, that's how I slam the door. Right? I got a lovely lady. She's trying to send me four updates a day from MM. I told her once a week. Right? She doesn't need me holding her hand. If she holds my hand, she can't soar like an eagle. You get there's attitude here? And here's the thing. How would I perceive the world? You see, imagining success has me go. If I don't, see, has me not. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Imagining this level of success has me live a life where I don't kiss people's ass. Imagining this level of success required that I do the drills and get the skills. This level of success 
invited me to invest in courses, in trainings, in tools, in learning strategies. See, how would I see the world when I moved into the state of super successful? And then moved down into super successful at what? Then I started noticing how I perceive investing money, how I perceive working with mentors, how I perceive buying a car, how I perceive the tires on my car. Totally different. How would I see the world differently? See one more, and this will help a lot of y'all out. So, Mr. 20, if I was happily married, what I would see, question one, would be I would turn my head to the left and I would see my special person smiling at me because they're always there. <laughs> That's weird, right? Just to be blunt, I'm not always with Victoria, right? She's often out in the garden. I'm often in the hot tub. She's often doing things, you know, sometimes with her family. I'm often with the puppies. You got it? Meanwhile, when you're stuck on what... The first question is important, but the second one, how would you perceive the world differently? As a loving, happy husband, I can tell you what I wouldn't have, right? I wouldn't be afraid of dying alone under a bridge, having kissed anyone for 10 years, 10 months, 10 days. I think she's gone away for 10 days, so there have been times where I haven't kissed her for 10 days, but I got puppies, right? I'm always getting kissed, meanwhile. But I wouldn't have that fear of I'm never gonna get kissed again, or lucky. <laughs> oh, lucky. How would I see the world differently as a loving, happy husband? God, I wouldn't be walking around going, hoping she's the one, hoping she's the one, hope she's the one right now. <laughs> I could be at the shops just looking forward to going home. And even if she's not here, I'd feel loved, I'd feel happy, I'd feel husband. And I know someone's gonna say, but Mr. 20, that's easy for you because you're married. No. I still do it. I still feel like a loving, happy husband. I still experience the world through his eyes. But I did that when I was single. And one more. Ready? If you were financially free, if you doubled your income and worked half the time, doubled your income and worked half the time again, what would you see? Well, we've explored. There's what you wouldn't see, right? We've explored this what you would, right? If you're financially free, you might have a wallet full of money. I suggest you do, just for fun. Explore what happens when you do that. But how would I see the world differently? See, you could just pluck elements out of your world, like the mailman. And when the mailman's coming, we call him the postie here. When the postie's coming, I don't have panic attacks because I'm not imagining getting shut-off notices and overdrafts and stuff. I'm imagining getting cool shit like postcards, cigars. The occasional money. People send me money. I like that. They say, well, I can't pay by PayPal. Don't have a card. Send me money. All right, here's the address. Put it in an envelope. Well, I'm afraid to. You see, you're imagining something. You're imagining your hard-earned money slipping away. And See, I'm imagining getting money. How do I see the world differently? So if you got some gold, it's these tiny things, guys. It's these tiny things. Uh, manifestingmasterycourse.com. What's it costing you not to take it? Rob Bick tells me to remind people. What's it costing you to not take it? All right, what's it costing you today? Not just long term. I mean, double income work half the time. I mean, sure, you can do that without manifestingmasterycourse.com. I'm going to suggest that if you dive in there, you just might do it quicker. Uh, see, what's it costing you not to invest 
a buck a day, 97 bucks total for a 90-day program. See, here's what it's mainly costing a lot of people. Attitude. You know, what if it's a scam? What if you made up all those success stories? I'm not that smart. <sighs> I'm just simple. And the course is simple, 15 to 25 minutes a day. A little special assignment, go do it. That's total, guys. A buck a day in 15 to 25 minutes. Do you think you're worth your dreams? I think so. <sighs> All right. That's it. I'm just going to stop there. See ya.